Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. Welcome back to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas. This is going to be a slightly different episode. And for the next couple of months, you'll see lots of episodes, uh, actually about 24 of the solo episodes and a few interviews as well with experts in the field of couples. So we're going to talk a lot about loving relationships, what it means to have a lasting connection with your partner, and when it's time to actually go separate ways. We'll talk about compassion and empathy and love, and we'll talk about the the dark sides of love and relationships as well. We'll talk about when love isn't working out, when love isn't enough, when you are actually causing more hurt and harm for each other by staying together. So this is going to be the introduction to this 24 solo episode stretch that we're going to do. And the reason I decided to do 24 little short mini episodes coming out every other day or so on the podcast is because I'm very, very proud to announce that my book, The Lasting Connection, is going to come out in February. On the 11th of February, the book will hit the shelves. So you can pre-order that already if you want to dive deeper into this topic of how to develop love and compassion for yourself and your partner. So I'll be guiding you through snippets of these chapters of the next 24 episodes. And I've also got some great interviews scheduled where we're going to talk a bit more about attachment. We're going to talk about sex after becoming parents. We're going to talk about lots of different things that I think you will really enjoy. But fret not, we've not forgot about the angle of pause, purpose, play. My book on relationships is still connected to all the stuff I do for high-striving, overachieving people who are maybe quite hard on themselves. So the book has a lot covered around the inner critic, talking about how love is actually imperfect because you are and so is your partner. So we'll be talking about that as well, that it's about connection and not perfection. So let's dive into this and we'll talk a little bit now today in this episode about if you will have a lasting connection, what that actually even means. And I think I can get a gut feeling for that. You know, as an experienced couples therapist, I can get a, a feeling for how well a couple is going to work together when they first sit in front of me. But obviously, I don't have a gut feeling as my only um, tool or aid. I use relationship questionnaires to assess the quality and satisfaction between a couple. I use observation of seeing how this couple interacts. How do they speak to each other? Their body language, their facial expressions, their tone of voice. All of that, you know, non-verbal behavior is really, really important to me as well. So I use a process where I sit with a couple for four sessions. The first one, we have a fuller assessment of the couple, talking about any themes or patterns that are tricky in the relationship, looking at what you're doing too much of, what you're not doing enough of, and what you're already doing well. Going to give a strengths and weaknesses based themed kind of discussion. These are some of the themes that show up for you, like maybe 
arguing too much or struggling to agree on how to parent your children or feeling like you've lost your sense of intimacy and emotional connection or maybe feeling that you have big decisions to make and you need a bit of help in getting to that point. So there are lots of different themes that can show up for couples. So what I've seen overall is that couples take far too long to seek help. You know, it can take six or seven years before of struggling or having maybe lower satisfaction in your relationship, feeling like you've drifted a bit or maybe being a bit unhappy, but not really done anything about it. Because there's such a fear around couples therapy and what it would mean and sitting in front of a stranger to discuss your private matters. It's like turning your laundry basket inside out and showing everyone your pants. It's, I get it, it's, it's uncomfortable. So what I've focused on in my book is, and as well as I do in my courses, um, The Compassionate Couple, I help couples understand that, you know, you need to get ahead of that pain. You can't leave it that late because it's a lot harder to repair a connection that's already broken than it is to strengthen one before it gets too stretched. So it's better to lay down good foundations long before you get overstretched and struggling. It's sort of like if you go to see a, you know, a personal trainer or someone can help you out in the gym, they will help you learn exercises and ways to strengthen your body so that you become stronger, fitter, healthier, able to, you know, move through your day to day without causing injury. So you go to see a personal trainer or fitness coach or even your friend in the gym to get ahead of the pain, not waiting until you have to see a physiotherapist because you've sustained an injury, you've hurt yourself somewhere and now you need some physical exercises to work it through to help you heal and recover. So it's almost like the difference between prevention and intervention. And the way I've written my book is that it can do both for you. It can help you intervene when you've already drifted, when it's been difficult. So that this book that I've written, it's for many different layers. You might be happy with the connection you have with your partner and you want to just put things in place to to protect that connection from dwindling or breaking. So it's then about prevention, about building on something that is already a solid foundation. Or you're looking to strengthen your connection where you're kind of getting on okay every day but you need to rekindle the spark as things have gone a bit flat. Or you're looking for help because your relationship is actually troubled and distressed and you hope to reconnect before the connection is fully lost. Or you're in a relationship where the connection can't be repaired and you're actually looking for a really compassionate way out, trying to be as kind as possible, to do as much damage control as possible, to not hurt each other further. Perhaps even especially if you have children involved and you want to make sure that you still can leave this relationship amicably. Or you have already ended the relationship and you want to understand why. Why did it end? Why didn't it work out? Or you maybe had a string of relationships behind you which have not worked out. And before you enter a new one, you kind of want to make sure you understand your triggers a bit more and understand these patterns that tend to show up for you. And that can be really helpful as well to understand that before you're looking for someone new. Or perhaps you're a professional. You know, there's plenty of coaches and uh, couples therapists and relationship counsellors and psychologists who follow me on Instagram and and like to tune into the, the things I write about couples. So this book is also for you because you can use this book to help you work with couples in your clinic. So 
This book is based on my experience of sitting with couples theoretically and practically. So I've based everything I can think of around couples relationships, things we need to know about love, and then bringing it into theory. Because if it's a book that you just learn the insights about yourself, but nothing comes to fruition, nothing comes to change, what would be different in your relationship, in your marriage or in your partnership? Right? So this is why we need to balance theory with practice to move from understanding and gaining insights about love that isn't based on, you know, just love actually on TV or other rom-coms. It's based on evidence, science and data that we have about relationships. And then moving that into practicing doing things differently. And my approach of thinking about couples compassion therapy is that I put together mindfulness practices, breathing exercises, visual imagery, written work, practicing doing things differently in conversations with your partner. There's a lot of work on you and a lot of work on your partner so that you can jointly work on your relationship. It's like you're working on three levels at the same time. You, your partner and the dynamic between you. So this book, and well, not just a book, but my couples courses, and the way I just sit with couples in one-to-one sessions, is based on three different evidence-based therapies. The first one is called Behavioral Couples Therapy, or BCT, and a sort of like CBT for couples. And the unique thing about this couples therapy, compared to, say, relationship counselling or, or other forms of, of couples therapy, is that it's the only one offered on the NHS. So it's the only one you can actually get free of charge as a medical treatment on the NHS. And that's because it's not just looking at that level of the relationship dynamic between you two, but it's also looking at how to treat both of you well. You know, how to look after the mental health and wellness in each partner. So that means that if you're struggling with depression or anxiety and that's causing relationship problems, Or the other way around, if your relationship distress, if you're fighting so much that it's bringing both of you down or either of you down, feeling depressed or anxious about the relationship ending, then this couples therapy, behavioral couples therapy, is evidence-based for treating the relationship distress as well as your own distress. And that's why I love it so much, because as a clinical psychologist, I know that, you know, one in four of us struggle with depression or anxiety. It's a common mental health problem. So I know that that has a real impact on how we're showing up in our relationships as well. The second therapy I use in, uh, in my work and in, in the book is acceptance and commitment therapy, which is sort of like a cousin or a sibling to CBT, if you may. It's, a, it's called a third wave CBT therapy or third wave behavioral therapy. And that means that we look at, again, mindfulness-based strategies. We look at working with values, finding what's meaningful to you, what kind of person you want to be, and what kind of partner you want to be in your relationship. And that will help us to build more meaningful interactions with each other. The third um, relationship underpinning I have is from compassion-focused therapy, which was also developed as kind of a a sibling to CBT, but it's based on many different underpinnings. It's based on social psychology, evolution psychology. Um, It's kind of a biopsychosocial model where we look at not just you as an individual, but also the context you live in and trying to help you become kinder and more compassionate with yourself as well as with your partner. Looking at the flows of compassion between you 
and then developing that in a stronger way. So that's why it's so relevant for people I work with who are actually quite unkind to themselves. Maybe having a very strong critical inner voice that needs to be softened and soothed in order for you to be less critical of your partner. So that underpinning is very important because it equates to eight chapters in this book. And what I see so much with couples is that it becomes about the other person. You know, it's if you only change this thing, if you were only a bit nicer or if you weren't putting your socks everywhere or if you would actually, you know, help out with the kids more, you, 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 you then that's where we often get into arguments because we feel really threatened by our partner and we start to respond with lots of defensive strategies. So we're going to talk more about that over the next few uh, episodes of this podcast about why we need compassion in our relationships, why that's not just a nice-to-have fluffy thing, but it's actually an underpinning for love and connection. So let's dive in a bit more into this. Over the next few episodes, you will learn a lot more about how I work with couples and what's going to be helpful for you to take away. So I hope to have and aim to have every episode to have something for you to reflect on, something for you to think about. But obviously, if you want a deeper dive, it would be about going to the book, The Lasting Connection. So if you have any questions about this or if you need any support, feel free to go to my website, thethomasconnection.co.uk and you can read more about me, my work and drop me a message if you have any questions about how things are going on for you and your partner. And lastly to mention in this episode is also to think about how this connects to pause, purpose and play. You're listening to a podcast named exactly that so you're wondering why this is now all about couples for a little while. It's because I still use my therapeutic process of pause, purpose and play in my work with couples. The pausing means that we actively choose to slow down the pace of our busy lives and we pay more attention to what matters to us. We become more aware of our minds and bodies and that means that we can mindfully notice what shows up for us, you know, what's triggering for us, what's going on for us in the middle of an argument, what defensive strategies we might have and also then noticing and pausing for long enough to be aware of what's going on for a partner, watching their body language more, becoming more aware of that. So slowing down and taking the pressure off is really beneficial also for couples who are competitive or have lots of busyness in their lives, very ambitious perhaps. Because if you overextend yourself, if you've got too much on your plate constantly, that will have an impact on your relationship. And I think we've seen that over the past year with the pandemic as well, that the busyness, the strain, the tension of couples, that when each of you are under pressure, your relationship is more likely to be pressurized too. So we want to think about the negative impact that has on your mood, your well-being and your relationship functioning. So pausing helps you to relieve some of that pressure and become more aware of each other. It really helps you to also spice up a life together that's become more complacent. Maybe you just get, you know, stuck in a rut and you haven't really stopped to think about it for a little while and just it just goes on as it is, taking it for granted. So the second part is the purpose, like I mentioned earlier, about doing what's meaningful. Actually slowing down for long enough to spot the negative consequences of your behaviour, we can then choose behaviours that get us closer towards the meaningful life we seek finding our bearings, you know, getting unstuck from unhelpful behaviours and having more connection together. We can use compassion also to act like the partner we want to be. 
And then lastly, the play element. When you've slowed down for long enough to find your bearings, find your direction, find what matters to you, we press the play button again to move forward with intention, to find more playfulness together, building skills practice into everyday life and accepting life as full of both light and dark. You can then make space for both fun and vitality. So we think about what adventures we want to go on with our partner, what hopes and dreams we might have, how we increase positive exchanges, how we do more of the good stuff, turning up the volume on the richness in life. Connecting more playfully that can involve more desire and pleasure in our lives, more intimacy. So I'm very glad that you are here to tune into these episodes. And let's go forward with that. Over the next few episodes, we're going to dive deeper into this. So I hope to leave you with a little reflection. I call these pieces reflection and connection, that if you're able to sit and discuss them with your partner, that's even better. So some of these will come from the book, but obviously I can't give it all away. If you're really interested in it, you can go to um, any of the major bookshops and pre-order The Lasting Connection now. And with that said... If you are listening to any of this and it's triggering for you, maybe you're not in a good place with your partner or you realise that actually, yes, we have got into a bit of a rut, we're getting on fine day today, but we could do with some more connection, then do reach out to me. Even if you can't read the book just now, my couples course, The Compassionate Couple, an online course for completely self-paced study is available already now. So you can go to my website, thethomasconnection.co.uk to drop me an email to ask more about this course. And as always, do try to take great care of yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know it's not easy when you feel busy and overwhelmed to find time for another thing to do. If this is you, if you feel overwhelmed or that you are close to your breaking point, then I've got a downloadable checklist for you that's going to help. This checklist is called Calm the Overwhelm. The first section has signs and symptoms of you being overwhelmed mentally or physically, showing you that you might be close to breaking point or burning out. The second part is actionable, easy things you can do to try to slow down and give yourself a break. And the third part is a checklist of all the things that might show up when you're asking yourself to take a break. Perhaps your inner critical voice will have an opinion about why you're not allowed to give yourself the permission to pause. To download this free resource, go to www.thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. So that's thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas, and you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.